everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. We are in the holiday season. We are going into Christmas, okay? And we are going into the new year. And so I've got some encouragements that I want to share with you guys in the next couple episodes. Before I do, if you are new to Awaken Podcast, you can go um, to charismapodcastnetwork.com and find over 160 episodes now. You can also go to Spotify and you can subscribe there. You can go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. You can go to Google Play, Audible, um, pretty much anywhere podcasts are listened to and you can tap in. You can also go to YouTube, look up Michael Lombardo. You'll find my YouTube channel and you can subscribe there because now all of our our episodes have video content as well that I'm releasing. I didn't do that for you know, the first 130 episodes or whatever of Awaken Podcasts just because it was seasonal for a little while. But now I'm releasing videos again and we want to release more content. We have cool things underway uh, for 2022. And so stay tuned. Make sure to subscribe, rate and review so we can get this out to more people um, so they can be blessed and they can be awakened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus. We have interviews um, on Awaken Podcast, I also come in and I do teachings from the scripture. Sometimes I do a series. A lot of times it's like a three or a four part series. I've done up to an eight to a 10 part series before, especially the beginning of last year, did a 10 part series on first love passion. And so I am going to these next couple episodes, not a series. I'm just going to unpack some things that the Lord has been highlighting to me. The Holy Spirit has been highlighting to me um, my own personal life. I also feel like it's for many of you guys going into Christmas as well as next year. But we know, and this is very important, I've had episodes talking about this, and I want to dive into this more in 2022. We often only talk about the incarnation around Christmas time, and that's a shame, and I've been guilty of it. Um, obviously I've talked about the incarnation, the power of the incarnation in several episodes, but haven't had entire episodes dedicated to that glorious reality. But now it's around Christmas time. You'll hear a lot of messages about Mary and the virgin birth and the incarnation of Christ. And, and that's wonderful, but this is a reality that there is so much to unpack. And you've heard me talk about this book and this content probably in the last few episodes where I've had C. Baxter Kruger as well as Brian Zond on the show. But I did mention St. Athanasius, his book called On the Incarnation. It is not a long book. You can get it on Amazon. I highly recommend it, okay? I'm getting back into, I always read. I'm always reading the Word of God. I'm always reading books. But I've slowed down a lot with the busyness of business and ministry and everything I'm doing. But I'm getting back into it. It's important for my soul. So I will be sharing with you here on Awaken Podcast, different books that I feel like would be crucial for you guys to have. Of course, apart from my book, Immersed in His Glory, which is about practicing and abiding in the presence of God, I believe that will be an excellent book for you, of course, shameless plug. But I'm talking about other books that I read. I want to inform you guys about these books. And I've got, I have a lot of authors that come on my show to talk about their books. I wouldn't have them on my show unless I believed in their message and I felt like it was relevant, prophetic, or an essential teaching for the body of Christ right now. And so today, this does revolve around the incarnation because peace came in the person of Jesus. He is the Prince of Peace. And so we are talking about the incarnation, but I want to hone in in particular on peace. This is something that God has been revealing to me in this season. And of course, we understand what peace is to a degree, and we can say amen to a lot of different scriptures that talk about the peace of Christ. But peace is tangible. Peace 
is a person. He isn't only the giver of peace, he is peace himself. He is peace and he is the giver of peace. Peace is an impartation. That's why the Apostle Paul and Peter, they would start their epistles with grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's from 2 Corinthians 1 verse 2, but it's also in several other books. Grace and mercy and peace be multiplied to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. It's all over the place. And when Jesus would appear in the Gospels, he would manifest himself. After his resurrection, he would say, peace to you. The first thing he would release in the room was peace. And probably because they were terrified that their slain Savior is now appearing in a physical form in the upper room or wherever they were. And so peace, guys, peace, okay? But he released Peace isn't just like an encouragement, okay? Just calm your soul down and just take hold of a natural peace. No, peace is otherworldly. Peace is supernatural. And peace is the presence of Christ flowing. It is It is beyond what the world gives. It is something supernatural and glorious. It's an impartation of his nature, impartation of who he is, our king, our prince of peace, his government of peace that has no end. And the God of peace, Peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. There is so much that the Bible has to say about peace. And let's be honest, we all need peace in this time in our lives. It's, you know, we're running around, we have responsibilities, we have, you know, a lot of different things going on in family. We're working, we're trying to buy Christmas presents, we're trying to keep up with the Joneses, many of us. Who knows what's going on in our lives, what's happening, like, Hey, we got to put the Christmas lights up. We got to decorate the house. We got to go to this person's house. We got to buy this person a gift. And hey, listen, we all have situations that pop up in the process that could stir our soul with anxiety. And there's a lot the word of God has to say. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. You're my family. You're my listeners here. Anxiety is something that I have and do struggle with sometimes where I can get worked up. if I've got a lot on my plate or I've got a lot going on. I'm like the reason I got saved And the reason I love Jesus to the degree that I love Jesus is because he has become my everything in all the seasons of my life as a believer for the past 14 years. When I feel fearful, when I fear, when I feel, excuse me, anxious, when I feel incompetent, when I feel like I can't do something, I cleave to Jesus. He becomes my everything. I become dependent upon him. I cling to him. And then I receive the resources of heaven. A lot of people that have strengths and they feel like their giftings are, they're real confident in themselves and their giftings and their competency and their ability to get things done. They have a harder time having an intimate relationship with the Lord because they're very independent. Dependency is key. Humility is key. When we are prideful, he opposes us. When we are humble, grace pours out into our lives. That's what the word of God says. And if we humble ourselves under his mighty hand, he will exalt us in due time. There is a value for humility and dependency. And apart from him, we can do nothing, the scripture says. And so I do struggle with anxiety. In this past few months, I've had a lot on my plate. I've experienced a little bit of sleeplessness, having a hard time going to sleep. And I am conquering that spiritual attack right now in my life through harnessing revelation of the peace of God. And I'm going to be sharing with you some of the scriptures I've memorized. I have memorized these scriptures, most of them. 
Not all of them, okay? But I'm working on memorizing these scriptures and so I could contemplate them, so I could confess them, so I could meditate upon them, so I could embrace them and identify with them. And then there is a supernatural empowerment that takes place. The Spirit of God empowers my spirit. I'm able to access peace from heaven, which is my inheritance as a believer. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. As I believe and I cleave to Christ, I begin to receive what's already mine. It was already freely given, but I am able to receive and bring into the natural that which is my inheritance in Christ. And in this season, I'm learning more about peace than I have ever learned before. And I'm not just learning it mentally. It's going from head to heart. It's becoming a revelation. It's becoming an identity for me. I know that I can walk in peace and it's not a peace that the world gives, but it is a supernatural peace. According to the gospel of John chapter 14, verses 26 and 27, I'm going to start off with this just as a foundation. Jesus said, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name. First of all, beautiful verse that highlights the Trinity. Okay, just spoke to C. Baxter Kruger on the revelation of Father, Son, and Spirit and their relationship to us. And so, advocate, the Holy Spirit, the Father will send him in Jesus' name. And so, right there in one sentence, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in operation together, manifesting themselves in our lives. And so, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything that I have told you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. And I do not give you as the world gives. I do not give peace as the world gives. Excuse me. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He's saying, listen, I leave you guys with peace and it is my peace that I give to you. It is me that I am giving to you. I'm the prince of peace. I'm giving you my nature. I'm giving you my presence. I'm giving you my glory. You're becoming a partaker of who I am. You are sharing in my glory. You are experiencing something that the world can never give you. Money can't do it. Possessions can't do it. Success can't do it. You know, um, you know, anything, nothing, recognition, man's approval, you know, relationships, nothing can do this. Nothing can give you peace like this. A, a serene life with no problems, no issues can do this. It is a supernatural endowment straight from heaven that is a part of your inheritance as a child of God. And we must live and embrace our full inheritance. And so Jesus says, I'm giving you myself. I'm the Prince of peace. I'm giving you peace. I'm giving you peace. I'm the giver of peace. And so that's a beautiful scripture, pretty much just distinguishing the kind of peace the world can give a natural peace compared to the peace that comes from heaven, love, joy, and righteousness and peace. And the Holy spirit is our portion as believers. And this is a scripture that has been huge that I've been memorizing um, because the Lord has highlighted to this scripture to me specifically in my time of prayer, but be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Um, with thanksgiving, present your request to God or make those requests known to God. And the peace which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So he's saying, be anxious for nothing. Don't be nervous about tomorrow. Who cares about tomorrow? Be anxious for nothing. Do not be afraid. Okay, but by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, always being thankful and always bringing everything to God, you know, do this, make this a practice and the peace of God that 
surpasses understanding. I can't even imagine. You can't even understand completely or comprehend this piece. It doesn't make sense. Your life could be falling apart. You could be in a boat just like Jesus and you you like, you know, the waves are crashing and you could die on this boat, but Jesus is sleeping. It was a supernatural piece that doesn't make sense. How could he be sleeping on this boat when everyone feels like they're going to perish? And I love the next verse. I'm going to read the next couple verses. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is of excellence or if anything is praiseworthy, think upon these things. And whatever you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, put these things into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So he's essentially saying peace starts in the mind. You know, it says in Isaiah, a mind set on the Lord, a mind fixated on the Lord will walk in perfect peace. Mind on the flesh is death, but mind on the spirit is life and peace. Wherever the mind goes, the man follows. And so if we're thinking about that which is lovely and pure and of good repute and true and praiseworthy, if there's anything excellent, think upon these things. Whatever you have learned, whatever you have received, practice these things and the God of peace will manifest himself to you. The God of peace will be with you. We know that the Lord is always with us. When the Apostle Paul talks about these things, he's essentially saying these things will manifest to you. These things will be tangible and a reality that you could taste and experience in your life. Another scripture that has been strongly highlighting to me right now is Isaiah 53.5. And reason being is because it goes back to the finished work of Christ. Ephesians, I'm not Ephesians, I'm sorry. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says this, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. And in Peter, it also quotes the same passage. He talks about, We have always been going astray like lost sheep, but now we have returned to the guardian of our souls, to the shepherd and the guardian of our souls. And by his stripes, we are healed. It talks about there in those passages in 1 Peter 2, verses 24 and 25, I believe. And so by his stripes, we were healed. And so Christ took our punishment upon himself. Jesus Christ was chastised for our peace. He was brutally beaten. He was ripped. His skin was ripped. His blood was shed so that we could experience supernatural peace, so that we could have peace with God. First of all, coming into understanding of this, we have peace with God. We are justified by faith in all Christ has accomplished, and we receive peace. We have peace with God, and there is a peace that passes all understanding. Jesus Christ died for us to experience the supernatural peace. It was a part of the atonement. It's a part of the finished work of Christ. There's healing in the atonement. There's blessing in the atonement. There is forgiveness in the atonement. There's freedom from sin in the atonement. There's supernatural peace and joy and righteous living and freedom in the atonement. And that's just something the Lord said, see son, peace. He was chastised for your peace. Peace is mine. It belongs to me. And I don't want to live my life below my rights as a son of God. I'm going to read one more scripture, 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself 
give you peace at all times and in every way. And may the Lord be with you all. And that's how I want to end this today with you guys. May the Lord of peace give himself to you at all times. May may he give you peace at all times and in every single way. And may he be with you. May you experience his nearness. May you experience oneness with him because the one who is joined with the Lord is now one with the Lord. And so may this God of peace, this Lord of peace, give you peace in every way, shape, or form and in every single way all the days of your life. And if our mind is on lies, if our mind is on untruth, just lies about who we are, about you know what Christ has done, who God is, if we're believing lies and we're thinking about negative things and we're fearful and we're anxious, hey, listen, we're not going to experience a peace God has for us. Peace is attached to how we think. Are we thinking about that which is holy, that which is true, that which is right, that which is noble? That which is true has to do with what do we believe about Jesus? What do we believe about how he feels about us? What do we believe about who we are now in him? What do we believe about what he's accomplished for us? What do we believe about our day-to-day, that he's our protector, that he's our helper, that he's the one who guides us, that he's our intercessor, that he's our teacher, that he's the one that puts a lamp into our feet and a light into our path? Do we truly believe that if we trust him with our life, he will, and we acknowledge him in all of our ways, that he will lead us down paths of righteousness? Do we believe that? Is our heart anchored in faith in the word of God? Because if we are, if that is what is on our mind, if we are filling our mind with thoughts from above, filling our mind with the word of God. If we are meditating upon these realities, then we will experience this supernatural peace that comes by the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. And so bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so we can bless more people so they could be encouraged, they could be awakened by the gospel of Jesus. Bless you guys. And I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org. LifePortOutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on Amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.